Welcome to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. I'm Bronson, normally playing Adam Vadova, our rogue wizard. But today I'm going to be playing Falkrum. He is an artificer monk. Aaron? My name is Aaron. I'll be playing Bertram Dirtstride, the resident bard here. Fighter or monk artificer, huh? That's... Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Over to you, Nick. Yeah, hey guys, I'm Nick. I'm playing Dirk Vilgoth, our arcane trickster. Uh, and yeah, it's time to get down and dirty, find this freaking Ublex. Over to you, Raceland. Hey guys, I'm Raceland, uh, the DM of Dice Heist. And last time, we got into a lot of role-playing again. And I, I know in the first arc, we had a lot of role-playing here and there and not enough combat, but I feel like this arc is kind of the opposite. There was a little bit too much combat and not enough just chatting. And this 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 last episode was nonstop just chatter. It was good stuff. Uh, so at the beginning of the episode, we got a little bit of another look into Adam's past as he had another flashback to when he had an abusive situation with his father. Um... After that, we met back up with Dirk and Bertram in Mudbreaker's office when they meet Fulcrum, a uh, Bronson's character that he just mentioned. Uh, and he apparently is a freelancer that is often hired by the police department and in this instance was originally hired to track down Bertram. However, those services are no longer required, so might as well keep him on for the... Uh, current emergency of catching the Ublex. Uh, you guys did get some more information on how you guys might be able to catch them as you realize that it might have similar motivations to Naya. Uh, seeing this and seeing all uh, three different uh, reports come in, one that the Bal Balbarum district was uh, basically in chaos and that the FTA, the Freelancer Temporary Agency, was under attack uh, and Finally, a message from Inaza, a friend of Bertram, saying, come get me. All of these things lead you to believe that the first two were just to keep the police department busy, and the last was to keep, uh, was to catch you guys uh, in a trap of her choosing. Bertram uh, definitely had the intent of immediately rushing to the assistance of his friend Inaza. However, uh, Mudbreaker pointed out that this might be kind of a stupid and rash move, considering that he still was severely wounded and uh, basically has been doing a lot of rash things lately, uh, pointing them out to him. Uh, the consensus of the entire group was that they should go and talk to Naya first to try and maybe understand what her thought process was. Uh, they did so, and during this confrontation of Naya, they basically learned that this was her plan all along, to try and send the Ublex out and to unleash it upon you. Uh, however, it's working better than she planned. After entertaining the thought of uh, releasing her and having you help her, you all thought better of it and left her locked in the jail cell. Uh, so you guys were all headed off to catch back up in, uh, uh, try and head her off and hopefully save your friend Inaza. However, Adam himself woke up in a 
disgusting and kind of just run down clinic that is in the Balbarum district. And his first and only thought was, I need to get to my friends or rather my brothers and help them. He struggled, but he was able to push through and we're not really sure where Adam is right now. But we're going to pick back up as you guys are approaching Inaza's building. Is there any other preparation? I know you guys mentioned passing out a bunch of uh, lightning capsules beforehand, and Bertram, as you guys were driving over, was like, oh, fuck, I do have a capsule yeah. slot. Yeah, I'll leave that up to between the other two characters, which which that one goes to. Okay. Oh, so. yeah. Fi- like, yeah, if, if Bertram uh, <laughs> had mentioned that, Falkram would have just handed him the lightning capsule. Because he doesn't need it. Are you sure? I feel like I'm disarming you. I I don't know what you're capable of, but this might keep you alive. Fulgrim's just going to, like, kind of lackadaisical wave his hand at Bertram. Like, nah. And are we, are we walking to... Uh, no. You guys are actually in a souped-up quad motor. Yeah, uh, baby. And this quad motor can only be described as uh, a nearly carbon copy of the Batmobile from uh, <laughs> oh, the Dark Knight shit. series. The Tumblr? Oh, shit. Or the yeah. bike that comes out of the Tumblr? No, the Tumblr. <laughs> the, the Tumblr itself. Oh, you guys are all shit. in that together. It's, it's designed to seat uh, four, and there are four seated in it. Uh, this thing moves extremely quickly, and you guys get there in a flash. Okay. Uh, Dirk being excited to not be the driver for once is just standing on top with his bow drawn with the lightning capsule instilled in it. Like, just complete, like, determination to kill this freaking thing in his eyes. Just waiting for it to show up. <laughs> yeah, so as, as you, like, get ready to stand on the top, uh, Fulcrum notices, and he presses a button. And there's, like, this little turret that kind of, like, morphs up out of the top of it. So you have, like, this little perch to sit on (laughs) as you you can sit up there and and fire arrows. Fuck yeah. How much do you make on the private sector? This thing's a warship more than a vehicle. Uh, If if this is the kind of income you're working with, I think I might be changing my... My choice in employment. We have to speak to Mudbreaker about this. <laughs> you guys, he... Uh, you want to tell him? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, we won't. No, it's fine. It's fine, yep. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> Mudbreaker's just sitting in the passenger seat just enjoying this. There's a back seat! <laughs> 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 yep. Uh, oh, well, Mudbreaker, what do you have to say for yourself? Races all around? Uh, no, no. What? We don't pay for this, you dumbass. <laughs> Fulgrim's gonna look over to Bertram, maybe over his shoulder. Uh, Bertram is Bertram in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. He's looking over his shoulder, and he's gonna wink at Bertram and uh, continue driving. And is so like, can can <laughs> Dirk stay on the roof and like on that perch? Pretty good, a because of the spider climb boots, and I mean. Like, no, he he literally can sit in it, and it's designed for a uh, a ranged combatant to sit in there 
and fire off Perfect. from there. Because Fulcrum's like drifting around town trying to get to the location as fast as possible. Like, Yeah, uh, like when you go around turns and like the, uh, you like turn, you notice that the, uh, the turret up top stays gyroscopic and, and it kind of like turns with the vehicle, um, staying perfectly perpendicular to the, to the ground. Uh, also if, if, if there is legit a turret there, Dirk, Dirk will just being so excited, he'll put his bow away and he'll just freaking man the turret. He is just completely thrilled right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, you can man the turret if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's definitely doing that. Okay. Yeah, so you guys roll up on the apartment building. Where are you guys going? What are you guys doing? Well, is there... I mean, are there civilians around right now? Yeah, before we roll up right in front, right. I'd rather yeah. stop a little ways away. Okay, do you, so you stop a few blocks away. Do you guys think uh, Zed and I should go try to check it out? Maybe just Zed. We should stick together because I don't know how quickly this thing can change forms, but we can't let each other out of each other's sight, is what I'm trying to say. Because the next time we see you, you might not be you. Hmm. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Zed, buddy, uh, start with a overhead pass, and I'm going to try to do my best to see through your eyes, and then uh, after that, we'll try looking through windows. Has Zed been with Dirk th- this whole time? Well, yeah, Zed just pops out of a pocket dimension yeah, he just, when he needs him. I see, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, he just kind of snaps his fingers, and Zed pops up, and he, he says that, and then uh, Zed takes off. Uh, so... I, I guess in order to remain within range, Dirk will kind of negotiate with the others that he'll stealth in so that he can remain in range to, you know, have Zed's perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and assuming that everybody else agrees, Zed or Dirk will kind of s- stealth in, remaining in the shadows as much as possible and just kind of look through Zed's eyes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Zed is moving towards uh, the building that Anaza lives in. Mm-hmm. And you're able to move quietly. You do see plenty of people, uh, not through Zed's eyes, well, through Zed's eyes and your own. Uh, you're able to see that there are a lot of people on the streets. Um, uh, and Zed gets up close, and you don't remember off the top of your head which room is hers. You've only been here once, and this was a couple weeks ago. Uh, you guys were also a little bit more uh, preoccupied as well. Uh, Dirk is going to send a message. Uh, if not, he'll, he'll just write in the page, depending on how far away he is, to mm-hmm. Bertram asking which room it is, or which, okay. uh, what the address is exactly. So, Bertram, I'm going to need you to make a history check to remember which room it is. Okay. Natural 20? Oh, okay, shit. shit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, not only do you know which room it is, you can actually work out spatially where it is in the building, too. 
Uh, so you're able to give Dirk uh, the specific instructions on where her bil- uh, her room is located. Turn the corner three feet and you're there. Uh, So it's on the second floor, and uh, you notice the window that was pointed out to you uh, by Bertram is completely closed, and the shades uh, are pulled over it as well. Hmm. Per. Uh, Okay. Uh, Dirk will send another message to Bertram. Zed can't get a visual. Uh, blinds are closed. Uh, a lot of a lot of people around here. We should clear them out. Uh, so Mudbreaker reading over Bertram's shoulder. He's uh yeah I can I can handle that. Give me a second. Uh, let me see if I can get a handful of unis over here. Uh, so he scribbles something down on his his notepad. Um, so that has been addressed, and in a short while that will be taken care of. Discretion is key. We can't let it know that we're here. Well, I mean, if I send people in, unless you guys want to literally go around and move people out, there's no way that that's going to be feasibly possible. Can you have people standing by, and when it's obvious we have her attention, get an element of surprise is no longer, then you can... Uh, have those mm-hmm. standby yeah. units evacuated. Uh, right. That que- that sounds like a question fair option. What question for the DM? Mm-hmm. As that is flying flying around, is there any other uh, windows to this apartment other than that single one? Like, is there any other way that they could see out of that apartment that Zed can tell? Uh no. Okay. From his perspective, there's sh- there's no view out of that window, uh, or the other window that is uh, attached to that apartment. Okay, uh, then Dirk <laughs> is going to cast minor. Al- er- I'm gonna write a message to Dirk. How yeah. close are you to the window? I'd say probably for Zed to be within range of sight. Dirk would probably have to be within a range of like 160 feet, something like that. Okay. What if we send a message? I wonder if the if we can <laughs> send a message to her. Uh, I actually need to read the message spell for this. And is is Bertram speaking this out loud? I think this is via page. Uh, yes, I'm running to him on the okay. via page. Because uh, uh, I'll I'll just I'll just say it out loud and I'll I'll message back to Bertram uh, that uh, Dirk can uh, portray a silent image of a message to the to the people around the area to clear the area. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So if Dirk can... will just Good. just kind of uh, silently cast minor illusion and a couple different areas to people like uh, police business. Please clear the area, and he'll just like keep casting that a couple times, like in front of people. Go ahead, 
And uh, I want everyone involved because you're all kind of like getting this information. And I'm guessing that Bertram, you're sharing it with uh, Mudbreaker and mm-hmm. uh, Fulcrum. Okay. So everyone involved, roll an intelligence check. Okay. Oh, good dope. 16. This is just kind of like 16. Okay, good. Uh, intelligence check. Uh, 13 for Dirk. Okay. Not the best. And Fulcrum? Okay, intelligence check. It's not great. Probably. Uh, 10. 10, okay. Uh, so Bertram, uh, you are the only one who thinks about this, but this thing can, like, read minds from a range, right? So it's probably not using sight to probably knows where figure out already. what's going out outside. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, that crosses your mind. So um, now you don't know if it might be a good idea still to do this then, because it wouldn't see it no matter what, even if it went to the window. But then would it notice the panic in the minds of those around it? And would it's, uh, like, uh, I guess tendrils of thought reach out that far. You don't know, but the these are this is what you're thinking of. Well, um, if it senses minds to navigate this world, then it may know we're here already, or it could just sense other people noticing anything again. So we should just go. <laughs> okay. Uh, just for clarification, does this mm-hmm. intelligence check? Uh, happen before or after Dirk starts doing his messages. <laughs> uh, this was before because you were talking about like the viability of these messages. Okay, with the group and like getting advice. I guess that's at least how I took it. Is like you were talking it over with them first before doing it. Okay, so cool. um, that would be my assumption. Okay, so. cool. All right. And uh, Fulcrum's gonna like hit a switch or like flick a switch up front, and all the doors of the vehicle are going to slide up, letting everyone nice, out nice. if they'd like. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mudbreaker, he uh, he stays in the car, and he's like, uh, Fulcrum, you want me to sit in the driver's seat and, you know, wait for you? Hmm. How about you stay right where and don't touch anything? I mean... Don't, don't you want a getaway driver? Touch. I I'm not you gonna touch the man's car like you respect the man. <laughs> I'm sorry I got the mud on your person. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was part of you. Um we have to go. <laughs> you're you're thinking about the mental the actual implications of this now, like is this vehicle actually part of him? <laughs> Can he feel you pulling the at the handle now? Oh God! You don't know. Fulcrum, like after shaking his head at Mudbreaker, uh, is gonna reach into his uh, leather jacket and pull out like a pack of cigarettes and take two okay. of them out. Stick both of the ends towards his abdomen so they light up. Gross. Mm-hmm. And then start smoking just 
two at a time as though they as though they were just one okay bizarre move but okay um question for the dm Mm -hmm. as dirk is probably the closest out of everyone uh to the apartment what is the civilian population looking like in this area uh so you're assuming that there are people living in these uh in the building itself um and actually with the commotion going on outside you're assuming that most of the building is probably occupied uh with his residence uh however milling about there's only like a handful of people that you see going about their daily business coming or going or you know just uh doing various things so lovely uh mm-hmm. dirk is going to uh message back to uh i guess i guess he would go go through mudbreaker for this one uh asking okay. him if he should uh use an illusion to uh disguise the window as he takes a closer look into the window to see if anyone's inside in that particular apartment. Uh, so now, now that you're thinking about the same thing that I told you, uh, Bertram about like that Bertram has brought this to your attention. You even think like, yeah, visually that would work. But if this thing isn't perceiving with visual, uh, like sight or right. just kind of like mental sight, you know what I mean? True sight even, or uh, blind sight, I guess would be a better way to put it. Right. Then that's not going to matter. Okay. Because it doesn't see the window. It's not going to see it because the illusion is visual. You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay. Just trying to work with what I got, man. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just, I'm just, you're thinking what you got is not helping you, so. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to cast an illusion in someone's brain. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I get a phantasmal force. That's a good. That's a fun one. Yeah. Anyway, before we yeah, start back, back uh, to the game. leaving the car, Fulcrum's gonna duck back bound. Sorry, duck back down uh, <laughs> into the like the driver's seat. Look at Mudbreaker. And kind of give him a look of like, you hear what I said? Yeah, I won't touch the car. It's fine. I'll I'll get out. It's fine. He starts getting out behind you. And he's like, I'm I'm just gonna chill here and wait. My unis are right over there. I'm gonna sit with them. Just figured if you wanted, I could sit in the driver's seat and be your getaway driver. It's all, man. Fuck. <laughs> F- uh, yeah, Falcom's just gonna. Walk away with the rest of the group. Uh, as you do, you catch a sidelong glance as uh, Mudbreaker looks back longingly at the vehicle, <laughs> just <laughs> thinking about what could have been, uh, and continues walking back over to the uni, uh, towards uh, a uni vehicle that's pulling up. Okay, uh, so you guys are approaching the building. What is your mode of entry? Well. Sure knows we're here, huh? Maybe. Uh, Dirk will regroup with the others. All right. Well, if there's a good chance that it has visual on the whole area due to 
looking into mines, then it probably already knows we're here. So, uh, Bertram, you feel a buzz. Damn it. I'm going to look at my page. It just says, I'm getting impatient. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's that. Well, I'm starting to think that our only option is to hit hard and hit fast and hit precise. I agree. You guys ever had anyone hold up a bank here? You guys know what happens to hostages when you... Expectedly hit hard and fast? What's the alternative then? Please tell me. If this thing has control over mines, it's a lot different than a typical hostage situation. These hostages can become enemies. They're not robbing a bank. They want to kill us, specifically, and maybe not specifically, if it's gone past Naya's humanity. So we go. Unless you have a better idea. Your reputation does not exceed you like I thought it would. You are good with that tongue of yours, right? I'm not talking about the sexual way. (laughs) No one thought you meant that until you said it, and now it's weird. (laughs) That laughing was Dirk canonically. I was going to say, I, I was really hoping you had laughed in Dirk's voice, but then I was like, <laughs> how do you laugh in Dirk's voice? <laughs> You've caught me on a bad day. Let's see. Well, listen. You heard Naya said she would want you to, you know, slit the throat of your loved ones in front of you. So the way I see it, have you tried maybe talking to this Ublex? I've never seen it before. No. Well, it looks like Naya and it acts like Naya. And we just spoke to a Naya. I'm just saying. The expert Ooze man said that they become... A twisted version of the person that they imitate. We don't truly know what it's going to do. They're still imitating the person, friend, but if you just want to go in guns blazing, you just say the word. Your only idea is to reason with it. Mm, That's my second idea. Well, then you haven't mentioned your first. Well, the first one was already already been mentioned. It's going guns blazing. Dirk is just gonna be <laughs> like, just looking down, disappointed, and write in his page to Adam, like, "Wish you were here." <laughs> <laughs> so we agree then. You don't have a better idea. I'm just trying to throw out options, man. You ready to hit fast and hard? You know how to clear places? Try not to shoot yourself in the foot. Ha! Well, you're the one made of metal. You go first. (laughs) Uh, Fulgrim's gonna take out his pistol. Okay. 
and kind of get close to the door and wait for the other two to move into the position they'd prefer to be. Okay. Uh, so Dirk is going to scale a building uh, nearby the the window. Um, okay. So that he has visual, and he'll pull out his bow and have it trained on the window. Uh, okay. D DM yeah. with what was mm-hmm. stacked by the like the door to the building. How far are we from the um, Anaza's window? Uh, hmm. <laughs> we'll say that her window is towards the front of the building. Uh, so it's just up on the second floor. And say over like about thirty feet from the door. Okay, so I'm within 120 feet. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds okay. Reasonable. I'm gonna point point at the window and cast message to Anaza. Mm-hmm. And ask, is it in there with you? And if she's over there, okay. He's assuming that she's in her room, so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll go through a solid object. Uh, You get a message back. Yes, it's here. It's trapped me in my room. Please hurry. It seems antsy. Uh, Fulcrum's going to take off his leather jacket and gently set it down uh, next to the door on the opposite side that we're stacked on. And then he's going to tap his shoulder or like his back area a few times. And you guys would see... Uh, Now that he has his jacket off, uh, he does have this, like, flesh metal skin, but he also has what looks like some kind of fibers or, like, cords of some kind that are at his joints. And then out of his back, you would see this tiny figure just pop out of it, and it says, and it says, and it's literally like it's it's like a gun just popped out of his back, and he's now holding it uh, in his right hand, with his pistol in his left hand, and this little gun figure. It's it's literally just a gun, basically with legs. Bertram has a rapier and a pistol in each hand. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you know that she's in there. Uh, she seems scared. And uh, she's she's currently being trapped in a room. And uh, Dirk Dirk before shit goes down messages to, or sends a message, uh, like the spell message, uh, to Mudbreaker. Shit goes down. Fucking use that thing, that vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> and Falcom's gonna look over of his shoulder to. Bertram and say you give me the directions you guys ready? fucking go hey guys just want to take this brief moment to shout out our patrons so thank you so much Heather Herb, Christopher S Nick Coker and Nicholas Dottilio your support is greatly appreciated and we cannot thank you enough if anyone else out there wants to be part of this list wants to get your name shouted out, go over to patreon.com slash Dice Heist. Dice Heist is all one word, 
and you guys can pick whichever level is best for you and get some exclusive content. Uh, the exclusive content varies for each level, so just go check it out and you should be able to get a better view of it. But that should be it for now. Isn't this some good quality music? This is Skirmish Epic Deadly Contest by Raphael Hofstetter from BattleBards.com. That's where we get all our background music and sound effects for the show. What is BattleBards? BattleBards is the most premium audio library ever created for the tabletop gaming experience, along with tools built specifically to use the audio seamlessly in-game. Tailor-made background music inspired by fantasy races and locations, voiceover scripts written to bring life to everyday NPC interactions, and a colossal array of bone-crushing, spell-blasting sound effects. This is BattleBards. If you're looking to get the best value out of BattleBards.com, I would recommend giving BattleBards Prime subscription a try. With this monthly subscription, you can enjoy streaming access to all BattleBards content access to all BattleBards tools, including their soundboard and mixer, the ability to upload and mix your own private audio library, and 20% off all purchases of sounds you wish to permanently add to your collection. I think this is enough for me. Go check it out for yourself and see what they have to offer. Now, let's get back to Dice List. <laughs> and he's gonna, uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go through. Okay. Uh, so Fulcrum rushes in. All right. So things are gonna move fast. So we're gonna go right into initiative right now. Nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Dirk didn't roll too hot. He's gonna be a little slower on the draw, but uh, seven. S- oh, single digit. All right. All right. Fuck you, Bertram. I got a twenty-three. <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I rolled a natural 19. Why is there a cop? Well, I mean, what is, I'm definitely going to lose against a metal person. That, that makes sense, because he, he was in the front, Bertram was behind, and Dirk's outside waiting for something. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it all lines up. All righty. Uh, so first up is Fulcrum. I mean, uh, are there so, any threats? What do I see in here? Uh, so initiative begins as the you guys are inside the building. Uh, you guys have rushed down towards her apartment. And you guys are currently at her apartment building. So at the beginning of your turn, Fulcrum, uh, you are opening up the door to her uh, apartment if that is what you want to do, which I'm guessing it is. Yeah, and I would I would like briefly set my tiny gun uh, turret... I don't even know what the fuck to call this thing. It's just a gun with legs. Uh, Do you not want to call it by its I, ability's I, name? I, I don't because I'm not. Okay. Okay. 
Like, Fulcrum's not eldritchy in his... Yeah. You know what I mean? That's totally fair. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. Uh, so he's going to, like, set this on his shoulder briefly, open the door, and then... Yeah, what 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 is he running into? Okay, yeah. Uh, so you open the door, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw huh. as you go to walk in and see what's going on. Oh, please be metal okay. Man first. Hmm? That's why the metal man goes first. <laughs> right. I Except he has no got decent wisdom. We'll see how this goes. Okay. Second, let me find my save. I got a plus three. We're looking okay. at five. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Uh, so you fail your wisdom saving throw. Yep. And as you look in, you don't know where you're at. Feels like you're just in a white blank room. But it's not a room. It's just white emptiness before you and behind you and all around. Falcom's just going to kind of like put up his hands and turn around to Bertram like there is no Bertram (laughs) (laughs) you are the sole existing creature inside this white void (laughs) next person (laughs) (laughs) so Bertram what are you doing next Uh, Uh, the door opens roll me a wisdom saving throw did it close behind him? No, 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 oh, no. As the door opens and on your turn, yeah. Yeah, he opens the door in front of you and he just stops dead in his tracks and just kind of like looks around for a moment. Seemingly <laughs> super <Christ>. confused. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he would like... <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, so, Bertram, uh, you go to... You see before you the same thing I just described to Fulcrum, just this blank, empty whiteness. Um, you're you are the sole inhabitant of this dimension I, that you see before you. Hello. Uh, you yell. You still hear an echo. Uh, like. If you were in a complete... If you were actually in this dimension that I've described, you wouldn't hear an echo. But you hear an echo. So you know you are still in the building. Or in a building, at least, of some sort, or, you know, something along those lines, based on how your your voice I didn't move at all. It's just a door open, and then next frame... Right, and then... Yeah. Um, I hear an echo. I'm going to... Message to yeah, yeah, you can definitely do that. You knew where he was. I mean, he was literally right in front of you two seconds ago. I can only see white. What? Can you hear me? Uh, Fulcrum, you hear that. You can respond with a similarly short message. In his state of confusion, like, Fulcrum's really trying to wrap his head around what the fuck is... <laughs> just happened like right it's hard to even form a reply uh-huh. uh huh yeah, uh okay 
Uh, Bertram, do you have anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Uh, can I move? Yeah, you can move. Uh, which direction would you like to move in? <laughs> well, I was facing the door, and it opened, and it's yep. in white. just want to sidestep yep. to my right. Okay. Uh, yeah, you sidestep to your right. stab the wall in front of me is that is there a wall i can't see uh yeah you can try to yeah you can try I mean, to. i've used my action and my this will be my well i mean you you can make it part of your movement to like reach out in front of you with like your your rapier it's yeah, not like you're my rapier <laughs> you know it's it, uh, it's just like you're prodding ahead with it um yeah and you feel the pressure of the wall fulcrum if you can hear me i think we're just blind I just Can say just Falcom hear that? <laughs> you, yeah. you you say that as you look down and see your rapier in your hands. But yeah, oh, you no. think you're just blind. Oh shit! Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, that's my turn. <laughs> but did Falcom All hear right. that, or 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 no? Uh, yeah, Falcom heard that. Oh. oh wait, no, no, you didn't. Okay, okay, yeah, this is outside you of the message. You did not hear spell. that. Yeah, you're right. It was outside the message spell, so you did not hear that. Okay, okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, so, uh, next up is Ublack's turn. And it is going to uh, target... It's going to target Bertram, and it's also going to target uh, Fulcrum. So the pseudopod is going to attack towards Fulcrum, and Fulcrum, you are effectively blinded, so it has advantage on the attack. Oh, no. Uh, what do you mean? That oh, was a no. natural 20. Oh, God. Yeah, now I'm pulling out D6s. <clears throat> Hang on, let's see if I have enough of them now. Uh, also, also, just for my reference, for my turn, did they, like, kick in the door or anything that Dirk would have been helping? Yeah, yeah, we'll say that they kicked in the door. That makes sense to me. We were going in loud and fast, yeah. What yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. This is a coordinated strike. We'll give you guys that the benefit of the doubt here. Uh, ooh, I did not roll super well. Uh, so that's 10. It's only 16 points of damage. Uh, and that is psychic damage. Uh, okay. As it lashes out towards you, you feel this kind of like slimy uh, ten tentacle like smack against your face. Uh, it doesn't hurt, but it gives you this insanely uh, just strong headache. Oh. Okay. And uh, the second attack, it is going to eat Bertram's memories. Uh, the Ublex targets one creature it can see within five feet of it. The target must succeed on a DC 18 wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Go ahead and make that wisdom saving throw. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. 
All right, so Bertram, you were going to take some psychic damage from this mm-hmm. creature. Uh, and that is going to be 8, 10, uh, only 11 points of psychic damage. What memory is ripped uh, away from me? One sec. Uh, while memory drain, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from any ability check or attack roll it makes. Each time the target is memory drained beyond the first, the die size increases by one. The d4 becomes a d6, and a d6 becomes a d8, and so on until the die becomes a d20, at which point the target becomes unconscious for one hour. The effect then ends. Uh, And Bertram, as it lashes out towards you, you can't remember what the name of the ship was that you guys flew over on. Huh. It's just gone. Anyways, uh, next up is Dirk. Uh, is Dirk within uh, shout distance of Mudbreaker? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you shout, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd hear you. All right, yeah, because as far as Dirk is concerned, the jig is up. And he didn't hear any gunshots, which he very much expected. So mm-hmm. he's going to shout to Mudbreaker. Mudbreaker, no, we got to move. Uh, and uh, maybe we're talking it out, just like Fulcrum said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you shout that out, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Fuck. <laughs> Thank God it's better than the other two. Uh, probably not good enough, though. Uh, 14. Uh, so with a 14, you don't see the same thing that was I described to them. Uh, you do see these blotches of white. It's almost as if parts of what you can see are just gone. Like, the building you're standing on doesn't exist. It's this white void. But the building across for you still exists. You you just see this white formless shade, though. It's it's not like the curtains that had this floral pattern are no longer there. Instead, it's just this void inside. Uh, but it's just like pieces are gone. It it's quite disorienting, but you're able to keep your footing, and you can continue to still act within the world and be heard and you can hear others around you yeah okay uh so yeah he made that shout mm-hmm. and then that happened mm-hmm. and now he's thinking god damn it uh he's gonna he's gonna make a poor decision that mm-hmm. might that might uh come bite him in the ass but he's just gonna he's just gonna let loose a shot through that arrow see what happens through that window window, okay uh, go ahead and make an attack roll with disadvantage alright so on the die it was a 13 and a 17 so with his bonus uh, that's a dirty 20 okay Uh, so with a dirty 20 
you strike it, and in your mind you hear a shout. As, and Bertram and Fulcrum, you hear this too simultaneously, and your vision flickers as well as as it gets struck. Uh, uh, you, you see the room before you. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Okay, and that was also with that elemental capsule. Perfect. So uh, go ahead and roll the additional damage for that as well. Okay. Uh, also, uh, uh-huh. I I assume I since I kind of gave away my position, I don't get sneak attack, right? No, you also had disadvantage on the attack roll, oh, so yeah, you do not true. get sneak attack from that either. Okay. It was a shot in the dark. So. Are you fucking kidding me? What'd you get? I rolled a one on every single oh. die. No. <laughs> That's delicious. I love it. Fucking bullshit. That's rough. Uh, total of, so it's total of one seven, lightning damage? Total of seven damage, two of that being lightning. Okay, so two of it being lightning uh, means that it is going to take nine points of damage. God damn. <laughs> could have been so cool. Yeah, it could have been real good. Uh because it is susceptible to that lightning damage. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, you struck this creature. It's not happy about it. And uh, so, as I was mentioning to the other guys, you guys do get a flash of it. And, Bertram, you know how I said that this creature was five feet away from you? Well, you see this, like, formless blob directly in front of you as this flash of pain. But you also see multiple formless blobs throughout the, the room just separated apart from each other. What? Yep. Uh, and it is Fulcrum's turn. Uh, Fulcrum, see you there. are... Uh, you did not see Anaza, no. You do know that she is specifically in her room, so she would not be able to be seen uh, like directly entering the uh, the building. Oh, I see. Uh, I gotcha, or, uh, gotcha, gotcha. The, the apartment, if that's, if that's true. So... Yeah, yeah, you were opening the door to her apartment. The building, so, right? Not yes. Sorry. No, no, you guys already went into the building. Then you went to her apartment oh. and opened that door. Okay, you so we're opening the door to that door. Or whatever. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And that's what I specified because I was like, now hold on, before we get started, you guys are at her door. You know what I mean? Just a. I'm, yeah. So we're not like, all right, you I start still- here. I still took right. it the other the other way, unfortunately. I know, I know, because that's that's when I had you guys roll for initiative, and I was like, "That's stupid," because you guys are gonna just spend your first turn running thirty feet, and then stop, and then next turn you're gonna start doing things. I, I, so. That's what I was thinking. I was like, "Fuck, how are we gonna get like to the right room when we can't even like see anything?" I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> no, you guys are at the right room, and this is her apartment directly in front of you. Oh. Uh, you did see the flash, and you did see the creature or creatures, you're not really sure, these formless blobs in this quick flash, but you are now back to this pure white room uh, slash void uh, in your, your mind. Oh, God. Okay, 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 okay. I am hoping that this will be clutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really depends on, I guess, what they're wearing. or I don't know. Uh, I'm going to cast... Fulcrum's going to cast Detect Magic. Okay. To try to see uh, if he can discern ooh. the blobs from each other. Okay. I'm going to have you... So what allows you to cast Detect Match? Oh, that's right. Your Artificer ability. Yeah. Go ahead and make an uh, intelligence check then. 
Okay, okay. I'm good at intelligence checks. This should just be... This should be good. That is a four on the die. Ooh, it's for a total of eight. Okay, so with an eight, uh, you cast the spell successfully, and tech magic normally allows you to see magical items and magical effects in the air. Or auras around any visible creature or object. I didn't know if maybe the blobs would be creatures for this. Continue. You know what you're doing. Yeah, so they are a creature, um, and they do have some magical essence, but it's not just magical. Uh, Magic and psionic ability are kind of separate from each other. They don't draw from, like, the same source kind of deal? Exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's confusing in how it works, um, but their psionic abilities are not intrinsically linked to magic. So you do see kind of like a little bit, but it's it's only sparsely here and there, and it's it's almost as if you're getting like um, you're you're in a room with a strobe light that's revealing it. Gotcha. So like you're getting bits and pieces over the uh, across the room for these quick flashes uh, as you use the detect magic. Okay. Um, so you, you do get a general idea of where these creatures are in the room. Uh, however, you do actually get a much larger ping uh, that kind of like centers you um, because you know exactly where Bertram is. Cool. Now. Okay. Because Bertram has a fuck ton of magic items on him. So Bertram's just kind of like glowing with all these different items off of him. Uh, and you can also sense uh, a bunch of magic items in a different room you're assuming. Uh, you're assuming it's her bedroom because... Uh, she has magic items on her person as well. Interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, I'm going to double check real quick and see if my little dude needs t- needs for me to be able to see the target. Let me see here. Uh, I think it does, but I, I think you can just make an attack roll. Uh, or is it an attack roll? It's a. I have to use a bonus Saving action, throw. I think, for it to make an action. Uh, make an attack roll? I think. Yeah is on each of your turns you can take a bonus action to cause the cannon to activate if you are within 60 feet uh, I can make it move 15 feet as part of the same bonus action it says the cannon emits a oh sorry not that one It's a, it says make a range spell attack originating from the cannon at one creature or object within 120 feet of it there you go. Just go ahead and make an attack roll. Awesome. Uh, the attack roll will be at disadvantage, though. What? Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't say I have to see it. It just says that it has to be within 120 feet of the cannon. Right, and you, you, you have to direct it to do so. If you can't direct it properly to do so, it has disadvantage on the attack roll. All right. either a 15 or also a 15. Okay. Uh, there you go. So, hold on. 15. Uh, 15, what's the fucking bonus? Should be 3 plus your intelligence modifier. It's proficiency, but okay. Then plus 7, so it's like 22. Okay, yeah. So you successfully hit this ooze. What is the damage type of the 
cannon. Force. And how much does it do? It force? Okay. 2d8 force damage. Okay. What's that number? We've got an eight and... Nice. A six. Okay, so 14 points of damage. Nice. Hells yeah. And if the target is a creature, it is pushed up to five feet away from the cannon. Okay, cool. So you do... uh, So as it hits, there is a flash, and you guys can see again the room for a moment. Um, And this uh, piece of the creature, or creature itself, is standing directly in front of Bertram, and it shoots and it hits it, and it's pushed back away from Bertram. Kind of like... Uh, detaching its mental connection from him that he was using to uh, siphon his his memories away. Uh, in addition, you guys have su- successfully done more than 20 points of damage to it, so I need you guys to all uh, roll a new wisdom saving throw. Dope. Dope. Please. Please. Okay, that's a lot better. Uh, 19 for Dirk. Okay, so 19 for Dirk. Um, so things become start to become a little bit more clear for you, but it's still not a perfect image. You, you still have uh, bits and pieces of the world that seem to not be there at all. Um, okay. uh, Fulcrum, what did you get? 11. An 11. Okay, so this is an improvement upon what you had before. So you are still getting, uh, this detect magic seems to be kind of like forcing you to see things correctly. So as like this sort of like strobe of magical energy is is being shown to you, you, you're still getting flashes of the actual room as well now, uh, as that strobe goes off uh, from the magical effect. Dope. Uh, If possible, this is another thing that is like, I'm trying to think outside of the box. Hopefully it helps. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take out my pair of readers mm-hmm. out of my oh, okay. out of my uh, bag of holding. I'm going to put them on. Um, does the... I don't... See, like, we haven't nailed down, like, a mechanical thing at all for the... So, you know what here's... I mean? like, you tell me what Yeah, th- this is perfect. Yeah, exactly. So, you can use your action to... Uh, activate these uh, items and what it does is it creates a map of the room before you and also highlights your target for you so all of these uh, mind altering effects that you are experiencing your eyewear just completely overrides I will do that next turn when I have my action oh because you already used your action for something I thought I did did I not guys did I not use my action no, no, you had just used the Eldritch, oh, yeah. Eldritch Cannon. That was it. Yeah, because it was a bonus. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. I'm activating my Tony Stark so, fucking see right. everything glasses. It's awesome. So it's not like you're seeing through these glasses. It connects to your brain, and it's like a second image given to you. And while the Ublex effect is affecting your real eyes, it is not affecting the eyes uh, that are given granted to you by these... Uh, these readers. So are these like a neon outline of the room overlaid like his actual yes. vision? Yes. Yes. Overlaid on top of the fucking detect magic that's going on as well. As yeah. well. So, I'm so I'm like kind of imagining that, that you are completely ignoring everything else and kind of like 
like dividing it up and just completely ignoring it as it's kind of like two separate senses for you uh, with its oh god uh, this is just connection like a, to your own brain. I feel like Falkrams is going through an acid trip now. He's got so yeah. many things affecting his mind and vision. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to be it for Fulcrum, and now it's Bertram's turn. Natural one for uh, Bertram. Oh, no. No! Things are not getting better for Bertram. Bertram just is just completely white. You are in the void. Um, yep. you, you hear the voices. Just give up. Join us. Join us. There's so much we could do with you. And what is Bertram going to do? Uh, well. <laughs> um, one, uh, tried to suck my brains out, but then it was pushed away. But I don't really know that. You do, because there was actually a flash uh, when it takes damage. So you can see it. It's almost like the effect ends for, like, a very brief moment when it takes damage. Hmm. I'm going to take out my capsule of fire breath and use a charge. Okay. So you use a charge of this capsule of fire breath and you, I'm guessing, are going to just breathe out and expel this fire uh, yep. forward, correct? Um, the one that hit me. Okay. You do that. Uh, is it a dexterity saving throw? Yep, EC 13. Okay. Uh, Fulcrum, you need to make that as well. Uh, the Ublex is going to. says you can uh, use bonus action to exhale fire at a target within 30 feet. Doesn't actually oh, it's a single it's target. Cone, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. okay. Whoa, that's that's kind of crazy, actually. So yeah. It's a breath weapon type thing? That's cool. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so you just hit this creature then. My bad. Nice. Noise. I was going based off of the yeah, spell because I thought it worked just like the spell, too. Me, me so. too, until I All right, read cool. it. I was like, Nice. Okay, yeah, so it fails. So do that damage. 21, a 5, a 4, and two sixes. Nice. It's a lot better. So than my, 21 than my points of damage. Uh, so everyone can remake a wisdom saving throw as this flash, and now, Bertram, you see just this jet of flame erupt from your, your mouth, and the entire time that you are cooking this creature before you, you see the room. And you can kind of like get a mental image of it before it fades again as you you uh, close your mouth behind. What is happening? I rolled another natural one for the wisdom's sake. Oh, oh my god. No. What is happening? Does he okay. like go backwards now in this fucking. Uh, Bertram can't Bertram, even see I'm, himself. <laughs> your turn is over. And I will let you know what happens to you after this. You're in the Ooh. fucking void, my dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so the Ublex is up next. Uh, so membrane. Dirk's last, <laughs> his previous roll was 19. His current roll is 14. Okay, so uh, nothing is improving quite yet for you. 
but it does not get worse either. Okay. Uh, I just and got 11 Fulcrum, again. 11 again? Okay, yeah. same thing. You're still in... You're, you're, you're not too worried about it right now because you're, you're able to actually see now because right. you remembered you had your readers. Um, so next up is the Ublex, and uh, it is going to focus on Fulcrum. Uh, so Fulcrum, you feel this slap once more as it comes towards you. You are no longer at... Uh, it does not have advantage on the attack against you anymore. Uh, but it does roll a 17 to hit you. Oh, is that why it crit me? Is that why it crit me, Raislin? Oh my god. No, it's not. The first roll was a crit. Oh. It, it had advantage, though. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah. Alright. Well. <laughs> it, you said so 17? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh my god. Is Okay. Uh That misses. It? My AC is 18. Okay, cool. So it uh slaps against you, uh but your hard exoskeleton uh is able to fight back the mental insurgence of the attack. Uh but as it still is touching you, it attempts to eat your memories. So I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 18. Joke's on it. I was born yesterday. Sorry, what, what, what's, what is it? DC 18 wisdom saving throw. Let's see. We've got 13. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're pretty sure you were born yesterday. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so, you know. I, I honestly have no idea actually how old Fulcrum is. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Like, how he forgets did that happen? How old are you? I am not going to go into what memory is, is taken from Fulcrum because Ooh. no one else should know this other than Fulcrum. Okay. So we're gonna we're just gonna leave it there. A a memory is yanked from Fulcrum's mind, and he is going to take some damage from this. Damn. Uh, as that is traumatic. Oh fuck on a cracker. That's a big point. Uh, okay. So. That's 21. Oh, shit. That's 21 from 4d6. That was 21. Ow. Damn. All right. Still up. Yep. For now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so that is it for the Ublex turn. Next up is Dirk. All right. Uh, two questions for you, DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, does Dirk have visual on the Ublex after shooting an arrow through the window? Uh, yes. Okay, number two. How far away is Dirk from the window from being staged on another building? We'll say 20 feet away. Uh, that that kind of bad better. Perfect. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Leaping distance, I think, yeah. Uh, so. Oh, throwing distance, I see. No, 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 not that, not that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Go ahead. Uh, if if need be, uh, I, I will use Featherfall to get there. Uh, but Dirk is going to uh, this forty feet of movement and uh, 
and bonus action to dash if need be, which it probably will. He's going to run, run, assuming 10 feet uh, off the off the building. If not, he'll go back 10, not forward 10. Uh, mm -hmm. And then 20 feet leaping. And mid-jump as, as he has visual on this thing. He's going to yell at him. Hey, Ooblax! I'm reading a book on anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. And cast Tasha's hideous laughter on it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, so what kind of save does it need to make? That's a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. As he is mid-air mid as he yells that. DC 15 wisdom, wisdom. saving throw. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so that is a 15 on the die. Damn it! So, yep. Well, that could have been bad. Could have been amazing, is what that could have it been. Could, it, it could have. <laughs> now, now, now I All right. regret not going full aggro. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, once Dirk makes contact with the building because he probably won't make it through the through the roof but he'll use the remaining of his movement to get up into the building and okay. he's actually gonna just put his bow away and just go bare knuckles right now okay awesome uh, so yeah you, you put your bow away and you just start going bare knuckles at it uh, and I believe that is it for your turn correct Unfortunately, which was okay. very unfortunate. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so next up is uh, Fulcrum. Okay. Uh, Fulcrum is first going to have his little gun with mm -hmm. legs make an attack on the Ublex. Okay, yep, go ahead and make that straight roll now. Uh, it is a uh, ranged spell attack. Let me see what. Yep. I... It's plus seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks. Me, yeah, yeah. I forgot. We already established that. That mm -hmm. is 21 to hit. Okay, you hit. Roll yes. damage. Oh, my God, this is perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I don't even so much care what the damage is. It's like the next thing. Because it's going to get pushed five feet away from Fulcrum and the yep. cannon. Okay. Uh, We've got another eight and a five for 13 okay. points of damage. Force damage. Okay. As it's pushed away. And literally every time this little cannon fires off, uh, it does not make a noise other than... That's it. Okay. That's all right. Like it literally sounds like the like some little creature is saying pew. Okay then. <laughs> all right. So uh, weird pew pew noises coming out of the the gun. Uh, Fulcrum, what are you doing with your action? Uh, Fulcrum is going to. <laughs> He's going to cast cure wounds on himself. Okay. Sounds good. And then uh, go ahead and roll that for yourself. And then I don't 
see a whole lot of point in moving. Uh, what are we? Is Fulcrum in to the room far enough that people can move around him from the entrance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then he's good. That's it. Okay. Uh, next up is Bertram's turn. Uh, Bertram, mm-hmm. you have. You can see the oozes before you now. Oh. Uh, what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to. Shoot one, I guess. Okay. Go ahead and roll to hit, please. The same one. Do I see the same one that I yeah. belched fire up? Yes. Okay. 24 to hit. Okay. Uh, that definitely hits. Roll damage. Uh, that is 9 pierce. Okay. Uh, are you doing anything else with your turn? see any can I see Fulcrum yeah yeah you can see Fulcrum right next to you I hate how you've answered every one of these questions (laughs) 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 what are you gonna do if I see Fulcrum uh, of course it's Fulcrum next to me hurry up and give him a bardic inspiration Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it for your turn? Uh, I'm going to move away from the oozes also. Further down okay. the hall, I guess. Okay, sounds good. And as you move away from the oozes, uh, hang on real quick, because we're going to tell Fulcrum what happened. Uh, Fulcrum, Bertram just pointed his, his pistol <laughs> right at your face and <laughs> shot you <laughs> for nine <laughs> points of damage. I knew it. Uh, and gave bardic inspiration to the Ooblex. Uh, and is now moving away from you. As, it, as he was in melee range. Are you going to take an opportunity attack against him? Sorry, how many points of damage? Let's roll that back. Nine. Nine points of piercing okay, damage. I thought you said yes, 19, and I was going to no, be no, like, no, no, no. oh, no, no, no. my God. No, he hit your armor class, by the way, too. I did double check that. So, <laughs> so to keep to keep my... Uh, wait, do I have that? Are, are you going to strike at him? No, hold on. Uh, as I think a reaction. I'm, I think instead of that... Okay, instead of that, to keep my deflect missiles relevant, can I mm-hmm. can I somehow yeah. deflect bullets? Because I'm hmm. an awesome monk, dude. And yeah, yeah, you can do that. Why not? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Oh. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna use my reaction and <laughs> try to fucking try catch like, the bullet. Well, well, at this point, he's probably just gonna try to fucking deflect it. There's so much going on. Okay. He's like, no. And, and anyways, okay. even if I caught it, like, what am I going to do? Throw it back at him? Then? <laughs> Just so, like, so you bring, you level your pistol and you fire back as you, you hear the bang. Oh, um, God. <laughs> and you're trying to hit the bullet with your bullet. Go ahead and roll that uh, so it's, D10. It's nine plus four plus yeah. three. So, so plenty. plenty. You, you, you definitely deflect this bullet. You do not take that nine points of damage. Uh, oh my god! Uh, oh, 
I was. I thought you said 19 at first, dude. I was like, are you kidding me? Bertram just executed uh, me in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for him to say that he's a psychic blade. Oh, man. <laughs> Whose turn is it now? It is currently the Ooblack's turn. No! Now, after Bertram. Except. In his bardic inspiration. Another figure enters the fray. Adam comes charging in through the window and leaps into action. Adam, what are you going to do? He's going to cast Disintegrate on the Ublex. (laughs) Okay. All right. What is is the spell slot back? Fuck. That's wonderful. Okay. All right. What's this roll? (laughs) Does he have to make the wisdom save? Yeah, does he have to uh, make them? No, he does not currently. because he's mindless. So, or, sorry, it's not disintegrated. It's Scorching Ray. I was going okay. to say. Okay, I was going to say. They're completely different. Yeah, okay, I'm like, uh, I, I, I don't know, that was like such a low-level brain. spell, but all right, cool. Yeah, that's what it like looks like in my head. It just looks like a fucking Okay, laser so beam. roll your three attack rolls uh, for okay. Scorching Ray. <laughs> oh, God. Take it out in one spell. We've got. Uh, is it adding my spell attack modifier as well? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So I've got a dirty twenty, a nat okay. one, and a nat Oof. one. Okay. So <laughs> two come flying in, uh, and just completely miss this and just fitting. slam against the wall. It's like so uh, fitting because Adam's still as- fucked up. Oh, yeah, Adam's super fucked up right now. But he does hit the Ublex. How much damage does that do? Roll those 2d6. Yes, sir. Five points of damage. If that's okay, yep. if it's just the pure uh, 2d6, and I think that's right. It is, yep. Yeah. Okay, uh, so those five points of fire damage hit the Ublex hard. Um, and it is currently now finally effectively bloodied. So that means that the mental effect that was affecting all of you is now gone. Yes. Uh, it is... Uh, before you, you do see Naya now. Um, and Bertram, you, you... You do see this too. You see Naya now in front of you. Um, and there are also, like, these multiple, like, blob-like creatures, but they're all attached to her via these slime-like tendrils. Uh, and they're kind of spread throughout the room, and, and that's how she was attacking you guys while still being uh, near the window. Um, uh, Dirk, you also see this from outside. and uh, Dirk, Dirk got inside. Oh, that's right. You are inside now. Uh, so you see it as you're standing right next to Naya, or at least the Ublax form of Naya, uh, and it, it just looks at you and says, Please? Why won't you die like you're supposed to. That's how this is supposed to go, right? That's what's supposed to happen. Die! Die! And this psychic scream is felt throughout all of you. Uh, You guys are each going to need to make a wisdom saving throw. And... DC is 18. On a save, you will only take half of this damage. 21. 
Holy fuck, nice job. It's 20! Nice. I'm gonna roll Adams first. Yeah. That is 13. Okay. And then for Falcrum. Oh no. We've got <laughs> eleven. Okay, uh, so Fulcrum and uh, Adam both take 27 points of psychic Holy damage. Fuck. And they're both down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dirk and Bertram, you each take uh, half of that, only 13. Whew. All right, fuck. Okay. okay, and that is it for its turn. Uh, next up, we have Dirk. Dirk, what are you doing here? Perfect. Uh, uh, it is vulnerable yeah, <laughs> to uh, your sneak attacks now, too. Oh, even better. Uh, Zed is going to fly in through the window from whence Dirk came and mm-hmm. give the help action. Nice. And Dirk, just bare-knuckling it now, is going to just full-on charge at the Ublex. And as he leaps into the air, he charges up a shocking grasp into a fist as right. his as his eyes glow with electrical blue and goes from his eyes down his arm into the single fist and he lets it down as Zed uh, pokes at it with his talons. And that is a twenty-three to hit. Okay, that hits. Uh, and for fun, just go ahead and add that sneak attack damage, too. Normally you can't, but in this case, why not? Fucking do it. Fuck yeah. It's a cantrip. Let's have some more fun. You'd be doing more damage with Blooming Blade anyways, so. Uh, so Lightning alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was 14. Okay. I will say your sneak attack damage is bludgeoning, so. Okay. In this instance, because you're punching it. Yeah. Lightning was 14, and okay. then the bludgeoning was 9. 9, okay. Uh, so you effectively did 37 points of damage to it. Yeah! <laughs> uh, and it ain't feeling good right now. Uh, and is that all you have for your turn? Uh, Dirk, having seen that he didn't quite take it out, he's gonna kind of do a quick little two-step back and uh, jump back about ten feet and just get ready mm-hmm. for another go. But he he, antici- okay. he anticipates the others will finish it off before he gets another shot at it. Okay. Uh, so next up is Fulcrum. Do you mean the Fulcrum's other? Fulcrum's gonna need... The other, huh? <laughs> the one other, <laughs> and and also Zed flies as far away as he can, and if he can get out of the room, he will. Uh, Fulcrum, you need to make a death uh, death save. Yes, I do. Okay, okay. I rolled a sixteen. Okay, positive. Uh, Bertram, you're up. Uh. Before you see the Oblex, uh, and you also see Adam and Fulcrum on the ground. <laughs> Dirk is standing next to Naya, or at least the Oblex form of Naya. What do you do? Well, uh... It's on the ropes. Uh, but nothing's... 
changed for Bertram's perspective, right? <laughs> They're all still the same. Yeah, he can just fully see the room right now. Yeah, yeah, he's he, yeah, he's good. Well, we're gonna uh, belch <laughs> some fire at one of the woods. Uh, okay. Uh, that's a dexterity saving throw, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, never mind. Okay, uh, how much damage? 15. 15. Did you guys know that uh, an unconscious target actually automatically fails the dexterity saving throw? Oh, fucking hell, man. I think so, yeah. I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fine, though, because it does actually attack the Ublex. Uh, as you do immolate it completely with that 15 points of damage I do not shit you it had exactly 15 points of health left uh, you completely burn it to the ground um, and as you kill this this form of it directly right there you you see that it shoots back up the tendril that attaches it to the one that is Naya and the flame continues on and bursts uh, it into flames as well um, and you see the form of Naya just kind of like standing there in the flame uh, as it begins to crackle and pop and it, it still says but this wasn't how it was supposed to happen you were supposed to die you were supposed to kill each other and in the middle of that sentence Dirk doesn't give a fuck and he leaps up and smacks it one more time with a shocking grasp in the face yeah, so in the middle of her, her talking, the shock uh, just completely blows the face of her off. And you have successfully killed the Ublex. Um, as soon as the Ublex is dead, uh, Bertram, you you are able to get to Fulcrum and or Adam to assist them. I'm assuming Adam first. Um and get them back up and yeah while well, I'm you were able to, to I'm just gonna try to stabilize them and also look around for Anaza yeah so as soon as the Ublex dies Anaza comes running out of her room uh, and she immediately helps um, Fulcrum as you go directly for Adam uh, and everyone is back up uh, the room is starting to burn, and it looks like you might have another fire on your hand. Uh, Dirk is looking for something to try to smother the fire with. Uh, yes, yeah. so you look towards the kitchen, and right next to the stove, you see this just hose that's sticking out of the wall. Uh, and <laughs> you grab it pull it out and, and you pull the, the handle and just this white foam begins to spray all over the fire uh, and uh, as you're spraying it up at the flames and I was like no 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 aim it at the base aim it at the base of the fire uh, and and you you direct it appropriately Dirk, Dirk and you're able to extinguish the fire that out. Uh, have you ever used the fire extinguisher Dirk uh, Nick has <laughs> <laughs> well if you give a monkey a fire extinguisher, even if he has an 18 intelligence, he doesn't know what to do with it. I mean, he can read directions on the thing. <laughs> Just, like, takes, like, 10 seconds uh, okay. to, like, okay, so first pull the pin. Okay, step <laughs> one. And the, the building is burnt. 
<laughs> Everyone is dead. Good job. <laughs> no. Uh, so you are able to put out the fire and reconvene with Mudbreaker. Um, he is going to get a team in here to ensure that it is truly dead, but based on the interactions that you guys had, you are certain that it is dead, at least in your own minds. Um, so I think we're going to leave you guys here as you guys are cleaning up the mess and Bertram has had the most fucked last couple of days <laughs> so far in his life. Yep. Yep, yep I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Adam looks like absolute shit too. So I mean, it's, it's yeah, not like, like, like it's mutually exclusive. Like either Fulcrum or someone else would be helping him out of the apartment building. Oh yeah, he cannot walk yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah Dirk, Dirk will lend a hand as well, obviously. He's, he's not doing too bad. Alrighty. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Dice Heist. Uh, this is going to conclude our Arc 3 Bertram's Bloodline arc. Uh, next time we will be jumping in with a Lore of the Lands episode to kind of wrap up this arc and also lead into the next and give you some behind-the-scenes story. Uh, can't wait to see you guys next time. Bye for now. Bye, guys. See you. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. If you like the show, we would really appreciate it if you could help spread the word of the show. And the best way to do that is just tell someone about it. Just reach over, tap someone on the shoulder, and say, hey, why don't you listen to Dice Heist? Uh, the second is writing a review and subscribing on whatever podcast network you use to listen to us. Uh, if you'd like to help us uh, support our show monetarily, you can head over to patreon.com slash diceheist, where you can choose to donate at whatever level you like, and you will get some great bonus content in return, such as our one-shot onslaughts and our after-show heist house. We release episodes every other Sunday, so keep a lookout for that. I'd like to take this quick moment to thank all the people that make this show possible, starting with Aaron, Bronson, and Nick. I'd also like to thank Nick a second time for letting us use his song, Something for Now, as our intro and outro. I also must thank my wife, Erica, for her support and her wonderful work on our show notes. And, of course, BattleBards.com for their help improving our show with their expansive library of music that I use to uh, help immerse you guys in the world of Dice Heist. Check us out on Patreon.com slash dice heist like i mentioned before and you guys can get uh access to some cool content uh don't forget to check us out on twitter at dice underscore heist and on facebook at dice heist podcast feel free to reach out to us there or send us an email at dice heist podcast at gmail.com uh if you guys send me in a message i will definitely respond to you guys so please i i would love to hear from you guys so just give us your feedback let us know what you think and thanks for listening Stay tuned for the next episode of Dice Heist.
Uh, Bertram was hard. Uh, <clears throat> Bertram had full intent. <laughs> Can you hear me? No, I can't. <laughs> what were you going to say? Said phrasing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to get it out because I was choked up as it was. Oh, my God. Now it's going to be a blooper. <laughs> phrasing! <laughs> Oh, fuck. Fucking got Bertram choked up because there. Bertram's hard. Like, <laughs> what is going on? It's pretty common. <laughs> All right, continuing on. You okay, Raislin? Bertram was very distracted. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. Sorry. Come on. Teddy, we're recording. Get, get, get. I love you, but get. Come on. Come on. There we go. Okay. You should be a lot nicer to your children. Probably. <laughs> 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 That's fucking funny. 